þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. No one told you life, life was gonna, gonna be, be this way. way. Oh, well, let's do it again. Okay. So no one <laughs> told you life was gonna be this way. Yeah, there's a, I can hear the delay on our side. Okay. It's like a half a second. All right. <laughs> um, that doesn't really matter. We will use the magic of uh, synchronizing with a friend song. Yes. What's going on in Berlin? Oh, nothing much. Just uh, there was a heat a heat wave going on, and there was uh, some raining and thunders yesterday. Oh, nice. Yes, thunders are nice. Oh, they they are. remind us that the gods are angry, <laughs> and we should be afraid of them. We need to sacrifice a virgin to a volcano. We need to sacrifice virgin. Maybe we have been doing it all right and need to sacrifice sluts. Because they are more interesting than virgins. <laughs> Gods maybe ah. want someone like interesting to talk to. And Earth Girls are easy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the greatest film of uh, of the Jerry... Who was it? I can't it remember was, Oh, Earth Girls is it was Damon Wayans and it was Jim Carrey yes. and Jeff Goldblum. It was three like big ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It about an alien. Good to move It was about three aliens who come to Earth to, and uh, they are like furry when they come to Earth. But when Gina Davis and her uh, her hot friends shave their bodies, they turn out to be beautiful men. <laughs> Uh, I think it was Jana Davis. I, yeah, it was Gina Davis for sure. Yeah, they were dating at the time, Gina Davis and uh, Jeff Goldblum, right? I don't remember. I don't think I was even alive. <laughs> You're not that young. <laughs> it was the eighties. I can hear my voice echoing on the other line. Am I out loud? Am I? I I I, I don't have an echo on mine. I can only hear you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, then I'll just have to hear my own horrible, disgusting voice <laughs> echoing in my brain. It's terrible. It's like when you chat on Skype and then you you lose track of your own self. Uh, it actually works for me because then I know at what time you are hearing my voice. So. Uh, oh, okay. It. Helps helps us in a way. This is weird. Yes, transatlantic recording. Can you believe we're doing this again? It's been a year. It's been a year. Yeah. Yes. Since you made your annual pilgrimage to the lighthouse and then Berlin. Yeah. And uh, my super hot lady friend is here. Oh, hello. She just brought. Jonathan says hello. She says hello. <laughs> well, uh, the, the Frenchie was here, but he decided to go into another room. Okay. Yes. Um, so this is Vestlunumalahelgi in Iceland? It is this weekend. It's Rape Fest. Rape Fest, yes. That's what we call it. It's when all uh, the people well, descend it's... on the rapey volcano island of the Westman Islands. <laughs> God. Can you explain for to to uh, our listeners what the Vestlunumelki is? It is a huge uh, music festival, right? Or like it's just a, an an annual festival on the Westman Islands, uh, which well, it's all over the country. Yeah, but the the majority of it happens in the Westman Islands. I think it started. The most there. infamous one is on the Westman Islands. Yeah. Yes, where where it's very pretty, and and a volcano did erupt, I believe, in nineteen seventy four. Uh, mm. 
and it's also featured in the film Dupith, uh, which is yes. the deep. It's where a very very great Icelandic film. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone goes there. There's big concerts. There's, it's basically like a for those in Australia, it's like a massive splendor in the grass. Yeah, a massive splendor in the grass. Like it, is it, that a movie? No, splendor in the grass is like a. Uh, a, a weekend in a town called Byron Bay where people come from all over the country and they watch uh, music acts and they camp there. It's like a big festival. Uh, although there's probably less uh, date rape than there is. <laughs> that's, I'm only saying yes. that as a, as a foreigner to this country, that's the one thing I've constantly heard about the Westman Islands Festival is that uh, it's, uh, you know, don't go there unless you want to get raped. Yeah, it's a very controversial festival mm. because uh, every time it is held, uh, those horrible things tend to happen mm-hmm. and the local authorities don't deal with it well enough. No, they don't. And yeah, so uh, it deserved it, it, it to be mentioned and talked about. I wonder if it's one of those things, you know how Iceland's always so proud about the, the amount of things they have per capita? Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna go there. I'm not, I'm, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> no. but if that turns out to be the case, uh, something must be done. Something must be done. But it it happens all over the country. Something, something must, be, must done. be done. But I think I think in Reykjavik this weekend, it'll. I remember last year, it's basically just gonna be me and the tourists. Yeah, yeah. It, the city kind of empties out. Mm. But there is a local uh, like music festival in Reykjavik called Innipukin or The Demon Inside. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Innipukin. Yeah. How to speak Australian? Innipukin. Innipukin is a word that has been created. Uh, a lo- I, I was called an Innipukin sometimes by my mother when uh-huh. I was a child. Yeah. It means the inside demon. Yeah. And it's someone who just hangs inside and never goes out to play. Oh. Like all children these days. Like, yeah, they're, they're in front of a screen, so they're all in a book. They are no, now all children are the demons inside. Mm. Sounds like a great band name. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Everything with the word demon in it is cool. Hey, you missed it. You missed a really cool band in Reykjavik last night. Uh, oh, what band was that? I didn't go. I stayed at home and slept. Uh, but uh, it, it was a, a, a Norwegian a metal band whose average age was 13. Oh, I like Norwegian metal. Yeah. I almost said, and also like 13. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I uh, don't. You don't, you don't. But, um, but no, hey, we have nothing in common. I, I'm interested, since you've been in Berlin, have you done anything embarrassing? Because it's time for... Oh, no, we didn't even do our start, did we? Oh, I'm too tired. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I am an Icelandic person. <laughs> and I am Australian. And together we are... Australia. We are trying to sing this song out of sync. And it doesn't really... I am eating over my my sink. sink. And (laughs) I hope when I go to work today I don't stink. (laughs) Uh, Will you or won't you let me think? (laughs) I think I need a drink. Um, Yeah, have you done anything Uh, embarrassing? Well, it's been so long since we taped last time. Yeah. The last time we taped was in Seydisfjörður. It was. And uh, where you, we had the Seydisfjörður redemption. We did, and it was good. And uh, since then, I just traveled, uh, I pretty much traveled in just the whole circles around the country. Yeah. Yeah, I went to Akureyri and then I spent there one night and then I went to um, Westfirdir and was at the lighthouse mm-hmm. for four nights mm-hmm. and then I climbed a mountain. And then did you turn around? 
Did you see your reflection in the snow-colored hills? Oh, it's uh, so song lyrics? Yeah. <laughs> landslide okay. by Stevie Nicks. The landslide oh. brought me down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you weren't getting unusually poetic then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I did something embarrassing, so I would like to share it in my embarrassment. Embarrassment of the of week. week. <laughs> it's so out of sync. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I, I've, as you know, I've been on uh, this path of trying to be more positive about life. Yes. 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 And I think I've been pretty good at it, with one particular exception. Uh, I was. Uh, I did my final evening with John O'Duffy show, which was amazing. Uh, it, oh, it's uh, yeah. Was it with Ari? Yeah, with Ari Aljan. It uh, it almost sold out. I was out. so sad I missed it. Yeah, it was it was a fun oh, night. Cool. Um, I filmed it, so I can I can send it to you. Um, but uh, so afterwards, there was a bit of an after party at uh, at a pub downtown, and it mm-hmm. happened to be a bar where there was also a sing along uh, piano thing going on. So it was heaps of fun. Uh, and then okay. uh, one of one of my very good friends, he had brought some friends to the show, and uh, you know, I was I was tired because I had had a big long week. And I was just going to the bar to get a beer. And this friend came up to me, and not my friend, his friend, uh, and said, oh, I really liked your show. It was so much fun. Uh, You know, I just have to ask you. And I was already waiting for it. I think I had already started sighing before he asked me. The one question Mm -hmm. that I find, uh, I don't know why, but I just go, oh, why? He said, why did you move to Iceland? And Oh, really? Yeah. And this, here's the thing, right? It's going to be on the 14th of August. I will have lived here for two years. And in that time, mm-hmm. without inflating my own head, I'm still occasionally, you know, especially when I'm performing stand-up for people who regularly come and see it, I just kind of have moments where I'm like, really, you don't know? Um, like, I, I'm sick of telling the story. Uh, but... I just said to him, because I just didn't feel like it, because just before then, he had asked me all these questions about comedy, which kind of made me feel like I was in the world's most boring interview. Um, Was he hating on you, or was he just... No, he wasn't. He was just Mm. like, oh, and you know, he he used all the great words, like, I've often thought about writing a stand-up as well, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, who's your favorite comedian... Um, uh, and do, do you write all your own stuff? Like all these stupid questions. And then he said, so why did you move to Iceland? And I said, ah, it's a long story. There's a TED Talk. Just go watch that. And then I find out yeah. the next day from he, he, the mutual friend we have that he thinks I'm rude and dismissive. Oh, what are those convos? <laughs> yeah, he, he said, I didn't, he's, he, apparently he was talking about me the next day. He's like, oh, your friend Jono. And my friend had said to him, yeah, what do you think? He's like, ah, oh, he's a bit rude. He's a bit kind of up himself. Um, just because I didn't feel I, like yeah. talking about it. I think, um, well, that means, that just means you're getting more famous. Oh, <laughs> oh Whenever you... Whenever you hear a story about yourself being rude to someone, it means you're famous because people wouldn't uh, uh, feel the need to tell yeah. you were rude if they didn't think you were somebody. Yeah, well, I was still. Yeah, I talked to him and he was really. I was. I was. was I really was full of himself. I was still embarrassed about it because I was like, no, it's not. I. I, I like to be nice to people, and you know. Yeah. I think I just need to work on an abridged sentence that answers the question why would you move to Iceland without me wanting to stab myself in the eye <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know uh, people don't yeah well yeah pe- people 
do tend to ask some ask me questions like that. Sometimes they just feel the need to just tell jokes around me. Yeah, I, I, I find that's annoying as well. And they Or they say, like, here's one you can have for free. Yeah. It's one oh, my dad told uh, me. Oh, oh, why, why do I have to tell us jokes? I don't know. I think it's like a... Uh, a fear of not being interesting enough thing but I mean the 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 reality of the situation is you know when we yes we we like being being fun and making jokes but at the end of the day it's a job I think I mean this is a this is a great opportunity for every all the people of Australia if they want to talk to us on on what which is at it means a trodden path. Okay. If they meet us out and about, uh, <clears throat> they could talk to us about what we want to talk about. So I'm just going to tell it. Uh, you can talk to me about Star Trek Next Generation mm-hmm. and Doctor Who mm-hmm. and basically the Marvel Cinematic Universe yep. versus the Marvel Comics Universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, so stuff like that. Then I can really, then I can make a conversation. Then I can just talk. Yeah, I've actually most noticed, other cases I can't talk. I I have noticed of late I am really bad at small talk. <laughs> I am as well. My lady friend is rolling her eyes. <laughs> I used to be good at it. What happened? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think you're good at small talk. I've seen you do some great small talk. Yeah, I've just noticed in the last couple of, especially like like recently in my day job, I've been like, there's been a rotating roster of people I don't normally work with because everyone's on vacation. And there are just moments where like hours go by and I say nothing because I just don't know what to yeah. say. Yeah, sometimes I really like disappear into myself, yeah. and but I think people are kind of used to me that way. I've been, I was like that for the whole of my childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of, I even, I even find that even with people I, I know quite well right now, I'm just quiet. Yeah, it's a, it's a sign of a good friendship to be able to be quiet together. Yeah, you don't have to fill the void with nothingness. It doesn't mean anything, does it? It really doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) But have you done anything embarrassing this week or since we last spoke? I the only thing I can I'm sure something more embarrassing happened, but for some reason the only thing I can think of is when I fell down some stairs. Uh, the bar Nora Magazine in Reykjavik. You fell down the stairs. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have uh, uh, some bruises on my leg, mm. but it was. Uh, <coughs> so the downstairs bathroom at Nora Magazine is the um, has like sinks yep. for shared sinks mm-hmm. and then toilets all around. So when I. When I was walking down the stairs, I missed one step uh, uh, and uh, fell down the stairs like a cartoon character. Mm-hmm. And there was a girl washing her hands down there, and she was really startled. She went like, Ooh! and I was like, Ugh, sorry, and I apologized for uh, for hurting myself. <laughs> and then she just said nothing and went upstairs, and I she went didn't into help the bathroom. You. And no, no, she just. I don't know, maybe she thought I was drunk or something in the middle of the day. Oh. And I went into the bathroom and was there and kind of screamed silently out of pain. Oh, my God. And then I I went back up and joined my friends. And then later she told her friends, I saw her lick a dachshund and he was drunk in the middle of the day. Yeah. And he was really rude. He didn't even say hi. He was dismissive. He just threw himself on the floor. He'd rather throw himself down the stairs <laughs> than have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
what has have become... you had talking about <clears throat> talking about the uh, embarrassed but have you had any like uh, reactions to our uh, thingamajig with uh, the episode that was the live episode that was not good in our opinion uh, no have you well, I had one. Yeah. I was sure, I was starting to think I was crazy and overreacting and stuff, but one of my friends, she said she had a hard time listening to it. Uh-huh. Maybe she is sensitive and can sense uh, the displacement. <laughs> but had, did, she, did she then listen to the redemption? I'm sure she did. Yeah. yeah, but she she had to turn she had to turn off the live episode because it she could sense that I was annoyed. Oh wow, she's very perceptive. I was hoping that nobody. Yeah, she was very perceptive. I was because I listened to the show and I thought I am overreacting and stuff. I still I, I'm with her. I cannot finish the whole episode. Oh, so you so you tried? I I've tried several times. I even tried starting yeah. at separate points, but for yeah. for me, it's it's very much a jam biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like it's a recording. Yeah. There you go. It's a record. Like imagine getting blackout drunk, and and just being obnoxious and stupid, and then somebody's like, "Hey, I recorded your entire evening. Want to see it?" Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> of course, so you can so you can sense it yourself, or is it? Is it because I no I, I, I can sense it before I even listened to it before before we even spoke about it I knew that I never wanted to yeah, hear okay. that episode. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Oh, well. But here's here's another thing uh, that is well not entirely embarrassing, but um, it's awkward. So um, mm. there was I I think I've told you about this. Uh, uh, when I first got to Iceland, um, I was featured in this magazine called Elska. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a gay magazine. A gay magazine that the whole point is they travel the world and they interview locals who live in places and take pictures of them. And their whole thing is we don't want models, we don't want porn stars, we don't want we want regular people. And so, yeah, also known as ugly people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so I did this photo shoot with them, um, and you know I'm I'm not wearing clothes in the photo shoot. Uh, although you All never right. you never see my penis, um, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I was like, oh, there is, here's one of those here's one of those things where people I'm ex- I'm understanding now when people have done Playboy shoots and later in life go. Yeah, I was just, I just thought it was cool or fun to do it and it might bite you in the ass uh, because um, this magazine has now taken off. So this was like the second issue um, of the magazine mm. and now it's, it's become kind of world famous um, and people can actually buy uh, prints of sections of my photo shoot um, and hang them on their wall. The guy who... Uh, who is the creator of that magazine sent me a message yesterday um, saying, Hey, guess what just happened? This huge uh, gay news website did a big story on how we're now a year old and of hundreds of pictures they could have chosen to put with the story. They chose yours. Um, oh, how, how interesting. Aren't you proud? Kind of, but also there's a little part of me that's kind of just going, oh, my God, I just don't want him to share it and tag me because then my mother will see it. Uh, and I, I, sh- I don't think she'll yeah. understand. No, I don't. But it's like a tasteful nudity, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's from like the, the kind of... I'm, I'm In the picture, I'm looking out a window and yawning and stretching. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, 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 and contemplating... Like the pain in the world. Well, at the time, if you if you see the image, that um, uh, the time I had a massive flu, and I was looking out the window and going, "Oh my god, why am I doing this? I feel so fat." 
Um, granted, <laughs> granted, I'm much better now than I was then, so I should have felt skinny. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, I just, like, he sent me a message last night just as I was going to bed telling me this, and I just went, cool. But every part of me was like, please don't tag me if you share it. But uh, I actually don't have that right because I signed a release form and he's allowed to do whatever he wants with that image. Yeah. He can tag you over and over again in every hole. Yep. And then one day when I become like Chris Pratt and get super buff and hot and I'm an action star, then people can go, look, look at the... See, that's what I like to think. That, That can be my before picture. And, yeah. then, and then people can go, see, yeah. he's a regular person, just like Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, talking about uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt, I want to try to bring back Operation Sex, Scott. That, I am glad you brought that up. This is like an infomercial. Uh, because... <laughs> Because I, too, would like to bring back Operation Sex God. Right, okay. So I saw, I saw in our little group that you formed that, uh, that you have got your, your, your goal because you're going to do the, the marathon again. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to do it for the, the Parkinson's. The Parkinson's? Yes, is that the plural of Parkinson? I don't know. Um. The Parkinsons. The, Parkinsons. the Sons of Parkin. The Sons of Parkinsons. I am uh, helping them out. Yeah, and you're going to... Because, so- they, because they, have very, they, have a tro- they have a trouble parking. <laughs> there is no parking space for the Sons of Parkin. <laughs> and since they are the son of Parkin, the man who uh, invented <clears throat> parking... Parking, <laughs> yeah. They deserve parks. Yeah, they do deserve parks. And they I, should be uh, given okay, as many I, parks. I, I'm... Yeah, I'm sure this joke is appropriate, but yes. I'm helping them out. My mother has Parkinson's disease, and yeah. my brother is also running, and nice. he's running a half a marathon, oh. so he's look, like, making me look like shit. Well, remember, I did a half marathon last year. Yes, and you did look like shit. I, I looked like you. Remember, we did a gig afterwards, and I, I had one beer. I remember, but you don't. I, I have no memory. I do not remember. <laughs> I, from, from what you and Bilge said and everyone else, apparently I did a great 20 minutes, but I have no memory of it. Yeah, well, <clears throat> you, did a, yeah, you did a great gig. Uh, and you spent uh, like a fair amount of time just riffing and talking about the whole marathon thing. So you were doing you were very professional. I don't know if I told you this, but I think you are best when you are working just, what's it called, off the cuff? Off the cuff, like riffing or just doing crowd work, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. So that's that's why I think that your evening with John and Duffy thing is the best thing I've seen by you. Oh, that just, that means so much. Oh. <laughs> it does, it does. But I can give your brother some advice, having done a half marathon. Right. The number one piece of advice is don't do it. Uh, <laughs> number two, make sure you train because I think I had only done like four proper training sessions before doing it last year. Um, right. so the, the next one I would say is on the day. So here's what I did because I developed this was around the time of the Olympics last year. When remember that guy from Af- from an African country did the marathon shat himself during the first yeah. five kilometers, fell over, was unconscious for two minutes, then got up and had to do the rest of the marathon with shit on him. Um, mm-hmm. I did some reading, and apparently that is a very common thing that happens. Your body just goes into survival mode and just goes, I'm just going to get rid of everything. Um, so what I did was I uh, ate a big carby meal the night before, drank shitloads of water, because the more water you drink before bed, the larger your blood vessels get while you sleep so you can get more oxygen into your, your bloodstream. And then that morning, I didn't actually eat breakfast because I was still afraid of pooping. Uh, and mm-hmm. I got up super early and I just sat on the toilet and I did not leave the house until every train had left the station. 
Um, That's yeah. cool. Yeah, and and just <laughs> let him know that once you get to about 13 kilometers, there is nothing left anymore. Like the whole way, there's something every kilometer. Like there's a stand, people cheering you on. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah, and then really? once you get to about so 13, just... they're like, you're on your own, buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll stick with my 10 kilometers yeah. because I like the support. I like the free drinks I get on the way. And also, I can't do more than 10 kilometers. 10 is a good amount. Uh, it's a good amount. It's most, a round number. Most people can't do five. Like, most people are amazed if you do anything. So, you know, but, but kudos to him. Well, I haven't, hadn't, like, went for, I didn't go for a run uh, since last marathon. Mm. And uh, are now on Tuesday, I ran four kilometers. Yeah. And then on Wednesday, I ran six and a half kilometers. Wow. And so, and yesterday, I was, I had an aching body. Mm-hmm. But I might go for a run again today. The, the, apparently, the, when you have the aches, the best thing you can do is to move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's what I've been walking around. Yeah. And I did a, uh, I went, I did a gig last night. Mm-hmm. Nice. At this kind of douchey hostel basement. Yeah. But it was, the crowd was very receptive. I was headlining and I don't mind saying it. I was the best. Lovely. That's always a good thing to feel. Yeah, it was nice. But so is Operation Sex God only going to happen up until the marathon or do you want to keep it going? I'm going to try to keep it going this time because I'm Mm. mainly doing it for the uh, zombie apocalypse and as we were taught in the movie Zombieland, Mm. cardio is number one rule in order to survive that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's here's my uh, two bits on Operation Sex God. I am currently sober. Wow. Yeah. How how sober? Uh, a couple of days now. Wow. Yeah. Very nice. Yes. I just decided I wanted to... I, I'm going to visit a friend in the Netherlands, uh, and okay. I just thought about maybe having a break at least up until I go to Sweden for the Gothenburg French Festival. Oh, yeah, you're going there. When are you going? The, in September. So the end of August, beginning of September. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, cool. Lovely. And also... This is a very positive episode. Yeah. Well, also, part of that was I, I had to make some room in my closet uh, because it was getting mm. overcrowded, and I picked out all these wonderful clothes I have that I do not fit. Maybe you should just get rid of, like, one or two corpses. <laughs> And then you have a big room and you're like, like just a couple of skeletons. Just a couple of skeletons from my closet. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe one day I can look like a skeleton. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know, I can be like a regular Callista Flockhart and just wear whatever I want. Yeah. Well, uh, isn't Callista Flockhart now the, like a villain in the Supergirl app, uh, show? No, that's um, Terry Hatcher. Really? Yeah, Terry Hatcher is, is, okay. the, is the villain in Supergirl. Maybe she was just the villain in Series 1. Oh, I never watched it, so, um, you know, no. but I just remember she went and did that Brothers and Sisters show, and I never watched that either, and I mean, she'll, no. she'll, she'll never be Ally McBeal again, and we all wish she was. I don't watch television shows that have real real things in them. Mm-mm. Yeah, that happen in, in reality. Yeah. That's, is, I, hey, do, I, I want monsters in space. Have you seen Handmaid's Tale yet? No, I am saving it. We were trying to start watching it here, but we couldn't connect to Hulu for oh. some reason. And there is, uh, like, there is a download cop in Germany... Oh, uh, so you can't do any th- download illegally here uh, without paying a huge debt. God damn it! Iceland is such a wonderful haven for that. 
<laughs> yes, the pirate haven. The pirate haven. Uh, but uh, but hey, is it? Now you've already done a, a how to speak, haven't you? So yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But I, I, like I said, I think how to speak uh, should just be a, an organic thing whenever it pops up. Yeah, because I, I I don't really have an Australian one today. Uh, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah. But we do have that's some... Right, I mean... We do have some questions. Hey, to me. Oh, great, to me. Yeah, I just want to have a short conversation about something we never really talked about. Okay, go. Or or did we? I don't know. Did we ever talk about uh, you being groped in Vatnafjörður? Uh, no, I don't think we did. Yeah. No. No, we did not. You we want did to talk not. about that? Yeah, it was it was an interesting situation when we went up. I mean, we we recorded an episode in the car, um, and yeah. then and then oh, did, I don't know. Did we talk about it in the live one? <laughs> the the one we can't listen to. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> let's. Let's let's revisit it if we did while while we're sober. Um, but uh-huh. so so yeah, we did our we did our gig in Fopnafjörður, and then um, and then we were having fun. There was a cover band, and I remember turning to you guys and saying, "I'm going to go to the bathroom." And then just as I went, this guy shook my hand and said that was really funny. Then he pulled me in and fondled my nipple. And I was like, oh, no, 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 that's, I just need to go to the bathroom. I walked into the bathroom, and there was a whole line of urinals, uh, and I was mm-hmm. peeing, and a different guy came in, and they were all free, but he chose to pee right next to me, which I think is against the code of ethics. Um, mm-hmm. you should give I would people, say so. Yeah, you give people their space. And then he said to me um, that he really liked my comedy. Um, and it really spoke to him. Uh, and then he grabbed my penis. Uh, and well, I can see how it spoke to him. Yeah. <laughs> and then I kind of like took his hand off, finished, and, uh, you know, then I kind of like went out of there and, and grabbed you guys and said, can we leave? Um, and I remember after, because I didn't tell anyone what had happened until we left the venue, and by that point, Bilge and Snowlich were ready to go beat the guy up. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel sorry for the man. Yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, I think it's interesting that two guys in one night and this in this small fishing village. Mm. Well, well, a small village by the sea. Two guys kind of tried to grope you, and one of them managed to grope the genitals, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is a thing that happens. It does, and it's it's interesting because it's not the first time this has happened to me when I go perform in a place where there aren't really gay people. Um, mm. And I'd actually had that thought that night, oh, you know, oh, this has been a really good night, and I didn't even get molested. Uh, and it's, I, I think, I mean, we were talking about it the next day, and, and, and you raised a good point, which is, you know, think about life for this guy. If he's if he's not even gay and just wanted to experiment, who does he have there to do it with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he doesn't. He, he, he has like uh, it's been. He, he's buried it deep inside his soul. Yeah. And you know, now with the help of some alcohol, he and he sees a guy who is very openly gay. He's mm. so openly gay that he talks about being gay in a microphone on stage. Yeah. He thinks maybe. Maybe. If I go follow him into the bathroom and grab his penis, then I will get my secret gay wish fulfilled. Yeah. And he will fulfill my avoid. Uh, uh, yeah. And that's, you just think, like, for you to have the... I mean, I know it's wrong, but it's, it's wrong for him to do that. But the courage it would have taken for him to just go for it is... Uh, yeah. I don't want to say commendable, but I guess it's desperation. I think it's a very desperate move, and also if any of these desperate peoples have found our uh, podcast and are listening now, I think what what advice would you give them? Um, 
if you're in that situation where you're in a tiny town and there's literally no one you can talk to about it, uh, and and you're in that situation where where the, where the outsider has come uh, to Ooh, yeah. perform, and you're like, oh my god, here's my chance. Uh, first of all, I would say maybe maybe try things like uh, downloading an app first, like a grinder. <laughs> yeah. Or a, or uh, um, because then you can at least see. If, first of all, you can see if they're on it. Because I was not on the app uh, because I am mm. in a relationship. So you would see. Oh, he's not on there. Uh, but also maybe try having a conversation first. Yeah, and hide grinder in your games folder. You know, as a, oh, that's a so good that idea. It, so uh, that w- it won't be out there when people borrow your phone. Yeah, but you know, maybe maybe try instead of. Um, Instead of grabbing my penis at a urinal when we're alone in the bathroom, maybe say, hey, I've sometimes thought about that myself. Yeah, that's uh, exactly. You should just start a conversation and honesty is, of course, the key and being sincere also opens a lot of doors. And I would, I would, uh, I would say yeah. someone in my position in that town, if he had come up to me and said, hey, can I have a chat to you? I would uh, be more than willing to go somewhere uh, quiet, have a chat, hear his story, you know, give advice. Uh, and then if I happened to have been uh, single, then maybe I would have considered um, a- a- allowing him some help. Uh, <laughs> which sounds yeah. weird. Uh, but I think there are, <laughs> there are better ways of going about it because it's, I mean, what he did was rapey. Very much. It was uh, it was like he was following a uh, gay chapter in uh, in a t- Trump uh, love guide. Yeah, grab him by the dick. Yeah, yeah or, or like uh, I just started watching Rick and Morty. Yeah, <laughs> there's a, there's a scene, you know, where they go to the giant's place and uh, uh, the king is Mr. Jellybean, and he's a sexual predator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's that awful scene in the bathroom with him and Morty. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. It's so shocking. <laughs> Where he's whispering in his ear, you wanted this, let this happen. Um, oh, oh, such a terrible scene. That, oh, yeah. It's such a, like, it has, that show has a lot of feelings in it. It does. It really does. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I hope this guy is not in some sort of terrible Brokeback Mountain situation, uh, you know, and can actually, uh, uh, I don't know, find... Because that's the thing, is a lot of, a lot of straight men... He's, prob- he's probably... Did, didn't you, like, uh, lose a shirt? I think he has the shirt. He's just sniffing it right now and saying, oh. I wish I could quit you. <laughs> Crying in a trailer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad scene. Um, but but uh, here's here's the thing as well. A lot of people don't realize is that you can be a straight man and actually just want to experiment. Yeah, is, the, the, if you want to put your penis inside of another man, that doesn't mean you're no you lose your straightness. No, yeah. it, actually, in medical terms, they they have a name. They are yeah, they are MSM, just... which means men who have sex with men or men who have had sex with men. Um, they can actually identify yeah. as straight, and and they prefer. It. But that's, I mean, I I know straight guys who are like, yeah, I tried it. I just wanted to see if I was, and it turns out it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just like we we both have female friends who've gone home with women and gone, ah, it's not for me. Yeah, it's more common with women though because it's yeah. not as much stigmatized. No, and I I think the whole uh, people seem to feel that. Female sexuality is more fluid than male, but statistics show that it's equally as fluid, just less acted upon with men. Right, right. Very interesting. Very interesting. But um, we do... uh, Sorry, you go. Yes. I was just going to say the same thing you were about to say. We have some questions from listeners. So it's time, so it's for, time for the ants. The ants of agony. Now, our first one uh, comes in from uh, a guy named Justin from Seattle. It's a, it's he's written us a lovely letter wow. first. 
Yeah, he said. Seattle. Seattle. He says, "Hi, Strakar. Thank you so much for your awesome, honest, and hilarious podcast. I pounded." All 54 plus episodes in less than a month while sitting at my job, which I don't love. Wow. My co-workers were often alarmed by my sudden outbursts of chortling and even further alarmed when I couldn't tell them why. Oh, that's beautiful. Anyway, a couple of things. A fr- my friends and I have a term for the situation both of you find yourselves in with your super hot lady friend and French lover. Uh, fart mm-hmm. confidence <laughs> is when... You freely and unembarrassingly fart in front of your lover or friends. As in Hulu's super hot lady friend uh, is not currently in his fart confidence. Just thought the term would come in handy. I like that, fart confidence. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, I, I will have to admit I'm still not in fart confidence. I don't, I don't confidently. Not really no, not really. it, it takes time. It takes time. Um, yeah. But I'm like uh, I sneak one in there once in a while, mm. and yeah, and I, I just try to see um, uh, her reactions if uh, she sensed anything. I find I offer to make coffee in the morning, then I go to the kitchen, and while the kettle is on, I just let them all out. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good. Yeah, time to do it. But you know, I think I think it's almost time to just get confident with the farting. Um, it's true. It's true. <clears throat> it's a normal thing, and we shouldn't be ashamed of it. But it's a two-way street. <laughs> that is true. Isn't it? I think I think Kimbra has a song about that. Actually, you know, when farts are a two-way street. Um, the second <laughs> is an answer of agony question. All right, here yeah. we go. When my husband and I got gay married a couple of years ago, I believe it's just called married now. Um, we included in <laughs> we included in our vows that we would move to Iceland if the world ever fell apart. Which, being Americans, so sorry about the Trump thing, is clearly and spectacularly underway. Again, so sorry about the Trump thing. It's okay. We know you didn't vote for him, and we basically don't have to deal with him. Um, we are both earnest and enthusiastic admirers of Icelandic and Scandinavian culture. We study Icelandic and have been to Iceland on several occasions. <coughs> we wouldn't be jumping into this blind or with some fantastic notion that it's Huldefolk and Björk all the time. My question is, mm-hmm. how hard is it to emigrate to Iceland? We lack the job skills rapidly sought by Icelandic companies, though we could probably fake our way through being tour guides or sandwich artisans. We do have a subway. Um, Mm. We do live in Seattle, which is currently as expensive, if not more than Reykjavik, so I don't think we would be surprised by the high cost of living or unfamiliar with hustling to make ends meet. Follow-up. As Americans, we would even would we even be welcome, or should we just stay home and try to fix this tangerine dumpster fire again? Can't apologize enough for that. Tuck your Seattle <laughs> fans, Justin and Adam. Uh, well, that's that's well, an interesting. I've... There's quite a few things to answer in that. Um, so you are an immigrant. I am an immigrant. Know, you, I think you would know better than me yeah. how it is to just well. Iceland, Iceland is tough to get into. Um, it's not as tough as Australia. Uh, there is no sort of green card lottery that they have in America um, where you just apply and then a certain amount of, of people get picked out of a hat. Um, I believe mm-hmm. they use Lincoln's hat to pick the names. Um, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, but, uh, but for here... You either have to be. We, a, we use our Viking helmet. We use the Viking helmet, but you you have to be a uh, a specialist in something that no Icelander can do, or mm-hmm. have a citizenship in a country in the Schengen or the European Economic Area. Um, so there's a lot of countries there. Uh, it I guess for me as an Australian, I'm allowed to live in Iceland because I have a British passport, um, and if. Here's my advice to you. I, I, I told this to a friend who lives in America a few years ago. Well, yeah, two years ago. Because um, he was asking about how to, how to move to Europe as an American. And if you have in, uh, somehow, if, if your parent 
or your grandparent are from a European country, then see if you can get citizenship that way. Because I know with the UK, you can even get it through grandparents. Um, right. For me, it was both my parents are born in the, U- the UK, so I'm entitled to a, a British passport. Uh, however, there's stipulations. They changed the law a few years ago. And as long as your parent was born before 1983, you can have that. Um, after, it, after that, they kind of changed it. So um, that's the first thing would be to... Yeah. The other... You could also just... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, if you, like, instead of going through the whole, uh, <clears throat> you know, legal system, you, should just, you could just come over here and pretend to be Iceland... Come over to Iceland and pretend to be Icelandic... And whenever you hear the foreigner, foreigner cops coming, that's what they're called, foreigner mm. cops, because mm. they're cops who come and take away foreigners. Uh, you, whenever you hear them coming, you can hear them by this noise. They're all like five men in a row, like hop, 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 very synchronized. <laughs> and they no, knock down doors. You should just pretend to be Icelandic. This is how you t- pretend to be Icelandic. You do like this. <laughs> You sound like every You should go driver. into one of the hot tubs and listen to old men talk. Yeah. Uh, and study what they say. Study just the way they talk. Like, oh, you or something like that. To be, let's talk, talk shit about foreigners. Then you sound very Icelandic. Yeah, that's true. That is or very you true. Could pretend to be the other kind of Icelandic. There are only two kinds. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one I was mentioning. This. Uh, or you could be like uh, a crude. What's a crude? Which is a young, is it a a young artist. No, yeah, no. Well, sometimes they look. They sometimes they pretend to be trees, but they are just young artists and they wear ridiculous clothes. They're all forty And, <laughs> and what, was, what was that? <laughs> Thinks he said you're forty now. They're not young. They're all forty. Oh, she said they're not young. They're all forty now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But because of the Icelandic water and uh, us eating the uh, in the magical uh, substances of sheep heads, mm. we uh, keep our youth. And lack of sunlight uh, helps. And the lack of sunlight also helps because sun is the big killer. Mm. It is a murderer of youth. We call it that over here in Iceland. <laughs> but you can pretend to be one of those people. You just have to not. You have to just sing a song that doesn't have a real melody. Yeah. And then, uh, then maybe find a broken guitar or uh, any sort of instrument <clears throat> and just play randomly on it. And then you will pass for a musician or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that works. Or I, you could. The other thing you can do is, is I don't know, try and enroll in the university here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I thought it was a joke. You, you, you are being the straight guy in this uh, segment. <laughs> I'm trying, trying to help them. <laughs> but I don't. I. Because I, I, I know you can get it for marrying an Icelander. Yeah. Okay. But they are married to each other. But they even then, married. Even then, because I do know someone who married an Icelander, and then they got divorced, and now he's trying mm. to stay. Um, oh, I'm going to sneeze. Right. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, like, when you get an Icelandic residency as a husband or wife of an Icelander, you have to reapply for a, a few, every year for a few years, and then you're allowed to stay. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I hear, uh, yeah, it's, so it's kind of a hassle, the whole thing. I would, I w- it is, it is a hassle, but I would say that there's always a way in. So 
if Iceland is your end mm-hmm. destination, maybe <laughs> pick another country first, like Sweden or, uh, mm-hmm. or, or Norway, and then make your way over. Yes, so this is our lesson for you. Yeah. Like so many other things in life, it's a hassle, but there is always a way in. If you want it bad enough, you can make it happen. Just uh, like climbing okay. the wall. But we have one more answer of agony. Uh, oh, yes. From Twitter, from the Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter, at Australia. Uh, uh, answer of agony question. I know so much about straight dating scene and the male gay dating scene but I know nothing about the lesbian scene. What's it like? Either of you know about it. Does it even exist? Thanks for taking the time to answer. And that is uh, from a Twitter user called Your Cold Sandwich. Mm. Now you have a, you have a lesbian sister. <laughs> yes, I have a lesbian sister. So, But she lives in Sweden and I've met her like three times in my life. <laughs> wow. I can t- have, you t- have I told you the story of how I uh, learned about her? No. Well, here's the thing. Uh, when she was 13 mm. and I was 10, mm. that's when I found out about her. That's and, quite late. Uh, yeah, it's very late. I was just me and my brother. We were hanging with my dad at the Nordic house. This is a, a cultural uh, institute in Reykjavik. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking to this lady. And then later when we went home, he said, Hey, you know that lady I was talking to? Uh, she is your sister's mom. And I go like, Ulfildur's sister? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh okay. Brindis is... No, but I said, Ulf... I said, Ulf... Oh. <laughs> I said, Ulfildur's mom... He said, no. I said, Brindis' mom? He said, no. And I go, what? I only have those sisters. No, there's another one. (laughs) 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 And uh, and then later that day, in the evening, uh, she came to dinner, uh, like the mom and our sister. Wow. And we hang ar- hung around and we hit it off and we watched the awesome movie uh, Flash Gordon, which has the soundtrack by Queen. Yeah. It is one of the greatest uh, comic book movies out there. Mm. I recommend it. It is a tongue-in-cheek uh, cult classic. Yes, it is. But, uh, yeah, so later on, I met her like two or three times after that. She had come to Iceland and so there's always like years in between. But she's a very nice lady, uh, uh, and the thing is, I later I don't remember who told me this, mm. but apparently, oh God, I'm not so sure I'm allowed to say this. But apparently, her mom in the seventies came to Iceland mm-hmm. looking for a sperm donor. Oh, yeah. Her mom being a lesbian as well. Oh. And she went over to Iceland looking for the perfect sperm. And she was, she was told, she heard legends about my father, who was both handsome and intelligent. Mm. And she had him impregnate her. And thus my sister was born. Wow. But uh, she... As far as I know, she's still, she's in a very uh, strong and long-lasting relationship, so I don't hear a lot of uh, dating stories from her. Yeah. Well, from, and from, also, she's Swedish. She's Swedish. She's severely Swedish. Um, she's very Swedish. She's very Swedish. But from, from what I have uh, picked up in my many years... Lesbian dating is a little different to gay dating, um, but I I can't really be. Um, I mean, in in Reykjavik, you don't often hear a lot about it because, and actually, within gay culture, uh, it's it's kind of joked about that when events and stuff are on, it's like, oh, what are we gonna? I mean, I've I've been not not in Iceland, but I've been members of a member of a committee that's organizing something and they said, oh, so what have we got for the lesbians? And the joke was always, well, they're not going to come. 
because they're they're in the suburbs having their children. Oh, really? Yeah, I from what I've from what I've gathered, and I'm going to be crucified for this. I think I think lesbians are better at in relationships at at at, at having life set. Like they they tend to meet someone. They're from what I see. I think they're better at working through relationship problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tend to stay together longer. They also, from the lesbian friends I've had, they're also worse at breakups. Like, I mean, I used to talk about this on stage. I go, you know, in in uh, in the gay world, you break up with someone, you're probably going to end up uh, dating the same person unknowingly uh, later. Uh, lesbians, you break up, you burn each other's house down. Well, that was a very nice generalization. <laughs> of course, us being two men with penises, we would know all about that. And yes, yes. I, I think we just mansplained lesbianism. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you, I think you outdid yourself in mansplaining there, John. Once again, once again. <laughs> but, uh, but we're going <laughs> We're going to have to wrap this up because I have to get ready to go flip some burgers. Um, yes, but and I have to keep on doing nothing. Before we do, uh, it's, it's worth pointing out that we now have Patreon. Uh, so yes. if you love this podcast, uh, you can actually become a supporter of it. And we have some interesting rewards for all kinds of monies that you would like to give us. Uh, if you go to patreon.com and search for Australia, uh, it tells you all about it there. As part of that, at the end of each episode, uh, we have a list of people to thank uh, after the people who've subscribed a certain amount. And we have our first one to thank for this podcast today. His name is Christian Breiker. Uh, and he lives in Switzerland, I believe. And uh, he's, cool, he's, a, cool. he's like a, a, I think the level is called practically sitting on our face, Australian. Uh, because I think I, th- I think what we should do is like we should uh, create medals, like medals of honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. honorary citizens of Australia. Mm. Yeah. Well, that, that's I, 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 I can do like crafts. I yeah. can make some more medals. Well, we have his address. So <laughs> sorry, my super hot lady friend was walking past, and I said model. It was a Freudian slip. <laughs> Uh, but also, I have news. Yeah, my uh, yeah, my my uh, yeah. comic strip, Bruce the Angry Bear, uh, is now going to have T-shirts. Oh yes, yes, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, we're now going to have T-shirts. I think they're going to be ready today. We're selling them during Reykjavik Pride. They're also going to be available on Amazon. Uh, and the first T-shirt is an adorable picture of Bruce. Uh, that says, uh, I don't have feelings, I eat them. Uh, oh, I love it. Yes, yes, I, I'm looking very forward to it. Uh, so I will, as soon as they're ready, I'm going to post a picture and send people links if they want to grab one. Wonderful. Check out uh, Jonathan's uh, uh, Bruce the Angry Bear on... GayIceland.is. And if you are in Berlin, make sure you look out for Hulika Duxen, who's going to be performing at a dingy hostel somewhere near you. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be do, maybe I will go on stage again, but. When are you back? But I, 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 I'm just as happy drinking cocktails and running around in a park. Mm. Are you back in like a month or? I'll be back uh, just before uh, Benning or not, Culture okay. Night, because I'll be running mm-hmm. for the sense of the parking. Mm-hmm. And uh, and actually, if people want to donate, if, if people want to so donate, I was going to say peace out, motherfuckers. Yeah, Sorry. but you should you should point out <laughs> if people want to donate to your cause for uh, the yeah the yeah yeah yes sons of park go go to hlaupastyrkur dot is yep or is. I'm losing my English, Jonathan. Okay. Lope. Uh, maybe, maybe you should write it on the page because a lot of people wouldn't know how to spell that. Yes, I will put it on the page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now you may say... Peace out, motherfuckers. <laughs> See ya.
fleiri skemmtilega alvarpstætti á nútímin.is. Takk fyrir að hlusta.